So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, I am so excited that you're here and welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I have a great podcast because today I have my lovely wife here and so it's going to be really exciting and um, we're going to go over a topic I think that I'm passionate about it, but honestly I think Shelly's more passionate than I am about it and so um, it's going to be, it's, it's really we're going to talk about like what it means to be a supportive spouse. And so, Shelly, just introduce yourself to everybody, and let's <laughs> let's kind of go from there. Well, first and foremost, I am not comfortable sitting here in front of a camera. I'm more of the behind the supportive uh, type of scene woman, and uh, yeah, I think it's a topic that uh, it interests a lot of people. And um, you know, it takes some grit. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of faith to be a supportive spouse. But boy, I'm sure glad that I stuck it out with this guy. So, <laughs> so, but let's let's get into some details, right? Let's talk about. Okay, remember when I um I got fired from Edward Jones, right? Yes. And it, that was a very vivid memory for me. And Mine come, too. huh? <laughs> me too. Yeah, and and I having to come home and like explain what had happened and all that stuff. Let's just talk about like what was going through your mind. When I'm sitting there telling you like my my thought process and what I wanted to do. Well, initially I thought, oh, geez, okay, what's uh, what are we gonna do? Uh, Corey doesn't have a job now. I'm the sole provider, taking care of two kids and the family, big mortgage, and I think initially uh, any woman's reaction is going to be panic, oh, oh crap mode. Um, but after listening to you spill out your guts and your heart and where your mind and your thought process was at, I'm, there's no way I could have turned that down and say, not go for it. Because I knew that if you were that passionate and you had that much drive behind your belief and your ideas, I knew that you were going to do well. I had no doubt in my mind that you were going to kill it. I didn't know how you were going to do it. I'm like, babe, what do you know? We've done a couple of fix and flips. What? Well, you know, how is this going to be different? I'm getting eaten by mosquitoes. Huh? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So I get that part. Right? But let's talk about like going ongoing. Like, so what did you see? Like, I mean, talk about all the stuff that like really goes through. Like, as you watch me work, as you watch me go through this process, like, talk to that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, How do you think most women feel, like, when they see someone working a crap ton of hours? Like, you watch me work a crap ton of hours in the beginning. Absolutely. So, I think, initially, a lot of women are going to feel, or spouses, not just the women, um, there are a lot of women entrepreneurs, and I think 
that your spouse or your partner is going to feel like, oh my gosh, they're working so much, but there's nothing coming from it. There's no reward. There's no dividends. You're still, I, I think for, I'm just speaking for myself. I think for, for women, women want one thing and that's security. I think that's safe to say that. Um, security, peace of mind, that everything is going to be taken care of. And so once that's ripped away, um, you, that's where faith comes in and belief. And I really had to, I, you know, it wasn't now easy. We're, this, I, it was, we're finally getting somewhere. This is yeah. where I want to get. This is the deep stuff, like the dark stuff. It's it like dark. the dark arts. It is the dark arts. I think that my love for you, my my commitment towards you, and my faith in you outweighed those insecurities. Does that make sense? Right. So, and how did I put deposits into that faith? Well, you sing me my song every now no, and then. No, <laughs> we're not talking about a song. We're talking about the work that I did. Yeah. I mean, you, honestly, you, I mean, listen, if I didn't, if I wasn't out there working, right, I, this is, this is that, like, there's your version and my version, right? Your <laughs> version is probably what? always right, but <laughs> my version is this. When you start something new, it takes an insane amount of work, right? No, I mean, of focus. Of if like, I didn't see you focus and get up first one to rise and the last one to go to bed and you weren't hustling, I would be worried. Correct. Right? And so because you were relentless, I mean, dude was relentless. I mean, I, I, there are there are multiple days, many, many days, and even to this day, I would find Corey working in the office two, three o'clock in the morning, and I'll call. Actually, I'll text. I'm like, "What are, are you? What are you doing?" And you know, the, the the thought has crossed my mind every so often. I'm like, "Oh my God, maybe he had a heart attack downstairs. Maybe we should get up in the middle of the night and check on him." But you'd always text back, "I'm I'm, I'm working, babe. I'll be in bed soon." And you know, in those moments, it makes me um, very very proud to see that your work ethic is so strong and that you do this because you love it so much, but because you want to provide and you, you want to do what's what's best for our family. So it's safe to say a lot of times you may not have the fruits. Correct. But if you show the effort that a supportive spouse could take that look at that and say, that's my man or that's my woman, right? right. Out there hustling, making it happen. Now, making it happen, though, I mean, there was times when I, I made mistakes. Let's talk about the I made mistakes, like financial mistakes, yeah. money mistakes, <laughs> right? And how do you get through that? It's not easy. It really is. I mean, you know, again, I think you you really have to dig deep and just put your trust and put your faith and belief. I mean, my belief in you was so strong and my, and my commitment towards you was so strong. Again, I think it outweighed all of those doubts, but... You know, going back, if you hadn't put in the work or given me those reassurance, because there are days where I'm like, Corey, are you sure? Are we, you know, what are you doing? And there is sometimes I'm like, hey, what are you what are you doing? And you're like, I got this. And I think um, it is a lot of trust. And if your partner is struggling with that, then I think as a couple, you have to work through that. And um, and there are times where we, we've had to do that, too, where we've worked through it. All the time. All the time. <laughs> so, okay. Not only do you have to work through those things, but the other part of that, too, is sometimes I would say, like, the focus that it takes. And we've I've talked about this throughout all my podcasts is, like, that intense focus, right? 
The multifamily game, once we've got into it, right, it's a lot less, once you start getting there, it's not as difficult, right? But initially, that initial inertia is a lot of work, right? And so it is not abnormal for you to work really hard, right? And so I want, I don't want there to be any like, you know, like when I say the cash for life, right? And living that legacy, like that's what we're doing today, but it's not what we did when we started. No, I mean, I had to step up as a, as a spouse and make sure that I was providing enough, cutting back on our expenses, doing the things right to run our, our home. Let's talk about something that we did. Okay. This is, this is a good segue. So I'm going to tell you, there was times in our life when we were out starting to do real estate that we did a move that I think most people would look, if they were looking out and looking in on us and say, oh my God, right. they are absolutely, what are they doing, right? Yeah, what are, we moved out of our house. We we, we read um, Dave, Ramsey. Dave Ramsey and we're like, hey, we want to get out of debt. What's on the table? And we said, everything's on the table. Right. Right. And we moved out of this house and moved in with yeah. your sister. We moved out. We've, we <laughs> moved out of this home for nine months. For nine months. Like, that's paid, no joke. And um, we rented this home out and cash flowed yeah. on this home. But during those nine months, we sacrificed. We made sure that everything was paid for because there was a time in our life before real estate, before you know, uh, this when is when we were in real estate. I yeah. was in, I was financial no, advice. You were, or, uh, no, I was in real estate, but like I was just starting, starting out. And yeah. we like, we had to make sacrifices, even though, and like, it was funny because I remember I'm going to work, like I'm working and we're at your sister's and everybody's kind of watching what's Corey doing, right? Right. <laughs> and yet I'm they're always like, busy. They're like, he, he's making money. He's, he, he just made, you know, yeah, he's busy. 20, 30,000 off this fix and flip. Like, what, why, why are you moving out of your home? And I think that, uh, you know, as a couple, you have to make some tough choices to put you in a position where you can get ahead. And it wasn't easy. Luckily, we have a family support, which is, you know, God bless my sister and, and my, that side of my family. They're awesome. And you know what? They've lived with us for a time or two. And, you know, thank God we have family that can do that. But yeah, I mean, that was really tough moving out of our home and it was super uncomfortable. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. I mean, we, we had to move all our furniture. And we did, like, I mean, we fully moved and, like, lived in a room. Yeah. The kids and that lived, was it. The kids lived with their cousins and shared a room with their cousins. Corey and I had a little room. And we just made it work. But I will tell you on the... Uh, <laughs> I think we lied to our neighbors, what, like, initially. Today, man, let's be real. It was kind of like having a to eat crow yeah. to say... We're moving out of our house. Yeah. But then, you know, once we got confidence in why, the, and we knew why we were doing it, I think we did, and we just said, hey, listen, we're doing this. We're not making any apologies for what we're doing, right. and we're doing it. And so because of that, actually, our neighbors just like, well, that's the Petersons. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, but yeah, good for them. Yeah, and welcome back. Boy, they sure did miss us. <laughs> but when we came back home, it was, it was nice. Wasn't it was it? really nice. It was nice unpacking all of our old stuff, and it, it makes you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I had a garage again. <laughs> all right, so we moved out of our house, uh, moved back in, right? That was like a unique experience. I don't think a lot of people can say like they've done that, right? Right. right. Um, so now. I, 
let's kind of fast forward into like, well, there's a special date in my mind, and it's one that I've always promised would always happen. Can we talk about that for a minute? Sure. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I think um, going back in that moment, we were just, we were going to do whatever it takes to get ahead and be successful. And that was one step. But Corey kept growing his business and was just killing it in real estate. And he always told me, this is so funny, because I've been in corporate America, corporate sales for the past you know 20 years. And I was getting really tired of the corporate life. I was getting tired of the traveling. And um, I was making great money, great money, great benefits. But I was, I was tired all the time. I, I, I was missing my kids. I was missing Corey. It really, really sucked uh, when these guys would go on vacations without me. I would literally have to fly back so I can get back to work. And, you know, the kids and Corey were taking multiple vacations. And I'm worried about how much PTO time I had left. And so Corey says, there's going to be a day where I'm going to retire you. And I think I said almost every day or every year you, for you like put a time. You said three two, or four two years. years. Yeah, three, <laughs> two years I'm going to retire. In two years I'm going to retire. And guess what? He did it in three. <laughs> yeah, so it took three. So it took three. But um, I never said it. But I was going to say I'm going to retire you next year. I'm yeah, every year, year. Every year. Yeah, next year next I'm retiring year. you. Next, next year, year I'm retiring you. <laughs> On the third year I got it right. In the third year it finally came and... Man, I can't tell you how much my life has changed. Uh, so it's a, it's a little odd being at home, being a kind of a you know, you know, uh, being home with the kids all the time. I can see why some stay-at-home moms go a little stir crazy because <laughs> their kids drive them nuts. But it is a blessing to be able to take my kids to, to soccer practice, hockey practice. The best benefit of all is traveling with this guy and really meeting all of uh, his network of friends in the real estate game. And I'm sure you guys are watching this. I've, I've probably met you at some point and hello, but it's been an absolute joy and a, and a blessing just to be able to, you know, like we're going to Hawaii this Friday. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're, here's, yeah. here's like for me, like when I think about like the, the, that point in time where I was able to, it was about a year and a half, two years ago, two years ago. Two years ago. Um, was able to uh, allow you to quit your job and um, and really not worry about that part of life anymore. And what it did for me, though, so, you know, that's something that was always a big goal of mine. So I, I, you know, I know now my wife is a corporate woman that loves to work. She's a very high achiever, was always been ranked number one or two in her sales job. Then she became a sales manager, managed uh, like 12 reps across the, you know, like, West regional. And there was a time, you know, like it didn't become fun as much for her. And so when the, the opportunity time came for her to, to like let go of that, what a blessing. And then also like for me, the blessing was the one thing I can say about my wife, Shelly, is that she's been like my biggest cheerleader. And I don't feel like, I don't want to like undervalue that at all, because I think what lots of people like entrepreneurs what they need at home is like a base, a base that's safe, that is not going to nitpick them, that it's not going to um, chastise them, belittle them, poo-poo on any of their dreams or goals or anything that's negative. Shelly has never done that to me, right? She's always been my biggest cheerleader. And so I always felt safe at home that I could share with now, sometimes she's like, "Well, that's crazy, <laughs> right? That's crazy." 
But you'd never be like, oh, you can't do that. Right. You, you would never say that to me. I'd right? say find a way to win. <laughs> Giddy up. And so, because a lot of times, like, when you have a dream, it's like a little, little, little baby, you know, egg or plant that wants to grow. And... Man, if anything negative happens to it, it really shatters it and stigmatize it. It won't grow and blossom. And you never did that. And I got to tell you, that's one of the like one of the key components I think of in my mind what a supportive spouse does for you is gives you that comfort level. And it's your partner, but also you were real with me a lot of times too. Right. You know? Uh, you know, and and I think what folks are going to find too is the balance so if you don't mind doing to talk about the balance, because there are a lot of times where Corey would just would work so much that he wasn't present, meaning yeah. we're at the dinner table and dude's on his phone. I'm like, hey, dinner, let's focus on the kids. And I know that can be challenging at times because you get so focused and building your business. You got things going on. You have a closing. You got, you know, things that are that are imperative that you have to get done. But it's also important to make sure that you, you know, take a step back, listen to your partner and say, yeah. hey, you're right. So here's the thing. You know, I think when I look back, you know, we've talked about this, about when I was doing the hustle and grind of fix and flip. I mean, I was an absolute mess. Yes. And there was times where I'm like, always, I mean, this stupid thing right here, I'm glued to it. Sometimes I'm glued to it too much now. Right. I try like this is my Achilles. But I mean, I was like super extreme. At that point. And not only just that, but all like all aspects of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it got so bad where I'm missing my kids' Connor's games. Right. And like I felt like a wreck. And and really I think that's why we we transitioned into multifamily. Right. And once I knew that multifamily, like the whole lifestyle it provides that cash flow life, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> we can actually go on vacations and he doesn't take his laptop. Right? Well, I still take it, but, yeah, but I don't, I'm not consumed not, by it. But you're present. Like, there's no deals going on. Like, so the great thing about multifamily is, like, right now I'm in a deal. So I'm in a $12.7 million deal. So between now and December 15th, it's got to take some of my time. Not stupid, crazy amounts of time, like fix and flip. But there's sometimes, like, hey, I've got to go print some documents, and it's got to get done today. Right? Yeah. But that's different between like waking up at seven o'clock in the morning and getting my truck and being gone all day right. to come home and be like, Oh, now I got to get on the computer all day and all right. night. Right. And then wake up and do it again the next day. Nope. Oh, you, he gets to get up in the morning and work out with me doing bar. <laughs> He's the only guy in our class. Let's not that's talk in, about that's pure in ballet. ballet. Let's not talk Yoga about pants. my tight tights. <laughs> Babe, everybody likes you. You go with my ballerina? Yes, all the position. <laughs> okay. We no one needs that visual. Gosh darn. All right. It's hot. <laughs> so um, the last part I want to talk about is really um, something that we do really well, I think, and is is our communication and like just the story at church today. Like we're talking about today about like the different stages you go through in marriage right right and like that first stage he talked about like the what was it the dating romance the romance stage stage. and i'm sitting there as he's sitting there thinking about it i'm like man 
I got to get more intentional on that romance stage, right? Sometimes you drive, drive, but like that's the stage when you're first like getting together and, and it's all new and like there's nothing that you won't do. Right. There's no amount of miles that you won't drive just to go spend an hour, right? <laughs> or two or whatever. You, like I remember we, you spent I drove to Dallas, five hours. <laughs> I drove to Dallas and said just I was on my way. Me. I know. <laughs> um, but that's something we've always done well together. I think we've always been able to communicate really well. Yep. And um, you know, we've never we've tried to play volleyball or soft like, you know. Right. We've not tried to like slam ball. Now, sometimes I, mean, we'll I play think slam you have ball, to choose your to... words carefully, temper your your words. And I'm Asian, so I get a little hot headed sometimes, and I have to be careful with what I say or do because I get really, really real quick to anger sometimes. Yeah. I would never. I would never say that. <laughs> I mean, that's not the oh. Shelly that I know. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just supposed to hear to tell about all your good stuff, honey. I know. Well, you know, I can't, all be, my I can't be perfect. I can't be perfect. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we can. We can be. Um, <laughs> Corey's a great partner because if I get a little agitated, you know what he tells me? Baby, find your zen. Find your zen. <laughs> No, it's a, but it's the moral a, of the story is this, right? For people that are out there watching this this podcast or listening to the podcast or watching it on YouTube or whatever, is that, um, you know, entrepreneurship is a total different ball game than, like, going to job, having a job every day, going yes. to work. And it requires, a, I think, a special support staff. And that's that really starts with the spouse, whether it's your husband or wife. I just don't ever want to underestimate that power of that person, of what they can do. And for me, I always say, like, I was a very, very rough. I mean, I may have been a love of coal, right? <laughs> I was a used car salesman, okay, when I first met my wife. And somehow she saw a rough diamond. I felt like a lump of coal. You saw a rough diamond. Okay. I've always seen it. There was a lot of pressure there, I guess, I, that made us me. Always seen a diamond. But what I always equate Shelly to is my like my sharp my polisher, right? She polished my diamond, me, with like her words of praise, her songs of encouragement, her words of endearment. She was always the one that just watered my soul and fed me and just said, you know, you're my man. You're the person that I choose. And I know you can. I know you can do it. You know, just keep on doing what you're doing. Don't give up. Don't ever, don't quit. And as she like kicked me out the door, I said, go get them. Right? Yep. And for me, and I think most entrepreneurs out there, that's what we need. So here's the thing, Shell. I think the reason that we work, the true reason that we've worked is because we decided to do life together. And we decided to like not make excuses um, to support each other. Right. Um, and really just like, in, in my mind, what we did was commit to each other, yeah. right? And being a supportive spouse is really the best thing that you've ever could have done for me. So for everybody out there that's like listening right now, and you know, the one thing we've done well is, being, is you've been a very supportive spouse to me. But if someone is listening to this podcast right now, and you feel like, you, you know, the Maybe you need to like play this for your spouse or or like what would you tell them? Like what would you tell them right now? I, I think the two most important things is one, just stay committed, right? And secondly, have belief, have faith 
that your partner can do it. Um, if there's any shred of disbelief that you have in your spouse or in your partner, you don't have to say it. It will come across in your tone, your body language. I think that's very important. I believe in the depths of my soul that Corey is a rock star. I know he is destined to do awesome, great things. And what's scary is I know he's just getting started. But I don't think Corey has ever felt a shred of doubt from me. He knows that I've always been faithful and, and I've been committed throughout this whole, his whole journey, his whole journey from day one. Um, You've allowed me to fail and not hold me to the fire. Right. Right? Um, and I've made, I've made mistakes. I've never made game-changing mistakes, but I've made mistakes. I think I've, uh, and I've never thrown that back in his face. Like, oh, remember last year when you did that fix and flip? That, that was a big failure. We just moved on. It's like we've learned from mistakes in the business and... You know, we're like, all right, we'll do that again. And you just keep moving forward. You just find a way to, to make it work, to, to find a way to win, and just stay committed and have faith and belief. Yeah. I think those are probably the two big key takeaways that I can give to you folks out there. But I'll tell you what, it's been a fun, fun journey, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. It has been, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, who would ever thought, like, so in 2000 and what, is it maybe three? Mm-hmm. That's when we first went to Hawaii. Yep. That's where I came up with the big kahuna concept. Yep. And, um, you know, my mom had invited us, my girlfriend right. at the time, right? right? To go to Hawaii yep. for Thanksgiving. Yep. And Great Thanksgiving. I mean, I remember going on that beach for the first time watching that sun come up. Remember that? <laughs> it was incredible. And, like, we're, like, and all we're walking this cove, and there's, like, a freshwater spring that goes from the mountains into the ocean. And we're, like... Oh my gosh. I remember that woman that was right there yeah, doing like doing Tai like Chi or something, right? Tai Chi. And the sun's coming up and there's a bunch like, wow. of waves and they're like, it's like glittering in it's, the sunset. It was like, you're, 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 in that moment, you think, yeah, people actually live like this. It was like there's magical. No, yeah. I'll never forget it, right? It was, awesome. it was like magical. And it was like, wait a second. Let's look. And then I was like, you pivot, and like, that's Bruce, right? right? I call him Bruce Wayne. He's not Batman, but he was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I remember just vividly saying, like, what do you do? What does he do? Right. And when he said real estate, that like, I mean, I, if for, I was, we left that island thinking, man, right. he's the big kahuna. Right. And, and I knew right there that that, he gave me the perfect vision, the perfect vision of what success in real estate looks like time and money. See, most people only have one, very few. Very few have both. And when I found that, like, to get time and money, what's the easiest path or the easiest way to get there? 90% of the time, for most people, the easiest path is real estate. But it's not fix and flip. It's not wholesale. Those can make you livings. It's made us a pretty good living. But it never made us wealthy beyond measure. Wealthy beyond measure is when you have a cup and no matter what you do with the cup, it still gets filled up, right? With money, right? That's called cash flow. And that was the true source of Bruce's wealth is not that he was working for it. Right. He'd set himself up where money was coming up yeah. and filling his cup regardless of what he did. Right. And so many investors fall victim to watching TV. Mm-hmm. And finding that that's what success is supposed to be. You don't want to I'm here to tell you it's not. 
Robert Kiyosaki wrote that book that most investors have read, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Robert never talked yeah. about fix and flip. No. He was always in it for the long play. He always talked about cash flow. And a lot of us have become traders with a D because we we're not investors. We're actual traders. But it feels like a T, mm -hmm. a trader to the cause, a trader to your craft, which was you wanted to become an investor, right? To become an investor, a true investor, is with multifamily apartments. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you got a lot out of it, honey. I'm so glad that you came and like stood out and got ate with all the mosquitoes <laughs> with me. Like, can we go in now? <laughs> we got the lights. Like, I can see them all on the lights. Right. I just want to put my PJs on. <laughs> any last things, any last thoughts you want to say? No, I feel free to reach out to me. If you, if this is an area that you struggle with, please put your comments, let me know. And I'll be happy to help any way that I can. Rock and roll. Honey, you're awesome. Kiss. Okay.